Did you know you have the power to change your life? It all depends on your beliefs. If you have limiting beliefs, you're limit yourself. I'm Becky Beach, and I'm here to help you overcome your limiting beliefs so you can design your dream life. This is the Becky Beach Show. Hey, everyone, welcome to the Becky Beach Show. Today's guest is Dr. Amanda Hellman. We're just so glad to have you today. Thank you, Becky. It's so great to be here. And hello, audience. Uh, Becky, thanks. I'm really honored to uh, talk to any of the business people out there and help them overcome negative narratives. Oh, yes. Like that is just so important. Like I had a call with with Amanda recently. and It was just so life changing, man. She she just knows her stuff. Thank you, Becky. And, and why, why are negative narratives so important? Yeah, that's a great question. So a lot of the times, you know, as women or men, when we're in business and we are wanting to move forward. And what happens is we have these negative narratives and I kind of call them like spider webs. And what happens is those negative narratives actually are core beliefs that you have, such as I'm not good enough, uh, you know, or I'm, it's going to be too hard or making money is too hard or, uh, you know, we compare ourselves to other people. And what happens then is you start to spiral into different stressors in your body. And then we're like, oh, I really, really want to do X, right? I want to get more money or I want to um, have more time for my family. What happens is we end up being so stressed that we shut down. And then what happens is uh, we get into these negative narratives and then we end up not doing what we want to, the very potential that we're called to. So I I see that a lot with clients um, and I help them to release those negative narratives and really rewire their brain as they're willing. You have to be willing and then unlock their potential. Uh, that, that's just so amazing. So um, so why, why would somebody have a negative narrative? Yeah, that's a great question. A lot of times those negative narratives come from our experiences. Uh, For example, it could be in childhood uh, that we learn that from our families. We might learn that from other people, right? Think school or environments. And then we start to internalize those beliefs, right? So for example, if I felt like I wasn't good enough or someone told me that, right? Like, oh, like, look at my painting when you're five and they're like, you're not good enough. Yeah. Um, and then someone else does that. All of a sudden you start to have the emotion of, well, whenever I try to do something, I'm not good enough. And then you feel this stress come on. And um, so that happens. And also with families, you can actually have family beliefs, Becky, that, um, you know, where people are like, oh my gosh, my whole family, I can like, you know, they didn't feel loved or they didn't feel like they were good enough. And so they kept overworking. And so that's really where it comes from family, you know, family beliefs and our beliefs and our experiences. Oh, yeah, that's so important. I remember when I was little, like, if you don't mind me sharing a little about myself, when I was little, little, my mother would always tell me I just wasn't pretty enough and I was too fat. Mm. So that did carry on into adulthood. And um, she would dye my hair blonde like all the time. And this is my natural hair color. You know, I finally went back to my natural hair color this year. I, I was always like a really blonde color, like yours or like like light brown or or sometimes I would dye it red like my husband's. I never wanted my, my black hair because my hair is like really, really dark, dark brown. Mm-hmm. It's gotten lighter because of the summertime, but it's naturally very dark. And she would always dye my hair. She kept saying that I didn't look like her. I wasn't pretty enough because she was blonde and my sister was also blonde. So she always tell me I wasn't as pretty as my sister. So I, I just grew up thinking I was ugly and fat. It was just awful. Hmm. 
Yeah. And that's really hard. I'm sorry that happened. And, and, but that's, that's what you're talking about, Becky is exactly what happens, right? We start to have these early narratives and then over the decades, if we don't uh, realize, we don't realize it, but all of a sudden we start having these thoughts and then they become beliefs. And then we keep thinking, okay, well, this confirms it, right? For example, if someone doesn't give us a compliment or if someone says something, it kind of like adds on just like a chain. And so you have this chain reaction every time Mm -hmm. uh, people say that. And then in business or like in life, if we're doing that, it actually exhausts us because there's so much of that negativity that's impacting our body, right? So sometimes people are more tired um, or you're not, you know, you just try to hide or we try to figure things out ourselves and we're not connecting. And so um, that's what negative narratives does. It actually impacts us and, and, and holds us back from everything we're called to do. Oh, yeah, that's just so true because it did bother me a long time. To overcome just feeling like just feeling like a regular person because I just felt like I was inferior to others because like I felt I was too fat or, or not pretty enough and, and it was just really horrible a big roadblock but I managed to like overcome I'm still overcoming it but I've done a lot I'm doing a lot better than I used to be mm-hmm. and that's great I'm so glad uh, and it does take some time and I also find that you know when we look at this um, in the brain like we have parts of our brain that hold on to negative thoughts and shame and fear and parts mm-hmm. of our brain that hold on to problem solving and solution and optimism. And when we have too much of our right side of the brain is really where we have negativity. And a lot of times, most people by default, right? If you think of default, mm-hmm. we're there. And so actually getting to the solutions and problem solving and clarity happens when we're able to release that. So a lot of people don't know how to do it. I didn't know how to do it for years. And now I do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, knowing that you're safe enough to do it. And it's really amazing because like I call it like the unclogging, you know, like a sink when it's clogged. And once you release that stuff, people are like, oh my gosh, like they like I've seen people for have decades worth of beliefs. And after a session when they're willing and they're going through it, they can actually go and they're like, oh my gosh, those those statements aren't true anymore. And then I then they start to move forward in their goals or business um and speaking and feeling confident because all those old lies and beliefs started to shift. Yeah, so such a great point because you are an extension of your business. And if you're not feeling good about yourself, then your business suffers because you might not go on video to put yourself out there and increase, you know, visibility of your business because you're you're actually the figurehead of your business, business like a CEO would be. CEOs having a bad day that reflects badly on the business. It's the same with you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know if you if you hear this a lot or if some of, of you in the audience, a lot of people don't like to hear their voice. There's so many times when I talk to a lot of my clients, it's unlocking your voice. It's saying you like your voice and knowing with confidence that, and I'm sure you know, some, all of you, um, and I've experienced this where you're going to have people that love your voice. They're your people. And then you're going to have people that don't get you. And you actually have to be confident enough in you. You actually have to love looking at you and saying, this is all the things I bring enough that you can keep showing up day after day. And so, so many times I hear so many people say, no, my voice doesn't sound so great. Or, you know, I have nothing great to say. And that's not quite true. It's actually finding why are you believing that and how can we break that so you can actually move forward and reach the people you're called to reach. Yeah, that, that that's just extremely, extremely true because like because you might not put yourself out there as much if you believe such negative stuff about yourself and you might not think anybody th- feels like you have anything to offer. 
Yeah. And I do find Becky, there's like, there's 20, I'm actually writing a book on it now, but there's 20 top beliefs that we believe I've seen and heard from people all the way from corporate, Mm -hmm. you know, to people in business. And one of the biggest things that actually gets us, I call it the hamster wheel is feeling like you have to get everything right. And what happens is people feel like that because like, well, I have to perform right for approval or I have to do this or people are not going to accept me or they're not going to do X, Y, Z. And when people get released from that, it's actually a freedom because you realize, you know, I always say excellence is not perfection. Perfect Perfection is not excellence. Uh, we don't have to be perfect to do things well. And we're going to make mistakes, but that's how we learn. And so as soon as people get that aha, that light bulb moment, I see people start to have balance because sometimes we're doing things 24 seven. It's like, but that's not no any way to live. And so a lot of times it's like looking at all areas of your your health and your wellness. Um, and I've had a shift in that too. So like I've had a journey with learning what does balance really mean? You know, or what does it mean to, to do that? Yeah, yeah, it is it's kind of hard to, to find balance in your business too. Like, would you have any input on that? That's a great question. Yeah. I think like what I, when I work with different people and everybody's so different, I've had some people where they're like, well, I have, you know, I I do so much with my time. And then I say, well, how is your time management? Right. That's part of the brain functions. So sometimes it's like us looking at 24 hours of the day and saying, how often do you sleep? Right. Like, when do you get up? Do you have some things in place for you? Are you a priority in your schedule Um, or is everybody else coming first? And so I like to do the upside down planning where it's like we look at, well, what's your what's the most important to you? And putting that first, you know, putting your time first, if it's working out or taking a breather um, and family. Right. And then friends. And it's like, well, when do you want to put your work in? And it sounds weird to do that, but it really helps you think what are the most important things that are going to keep you balanced and and sleep care, which I actually have a, a little gift for all of you. It helps you look at, well, how often are you sleeping, right? Like a sleep can impact our day or how often do you really sleep and, and what do you have in place to make sure you're getting what you need so that when you wake up, you might go to the gym, right? Instead of sleeping in, or you might get up, uh, stay up, uh, go up, go to bed earlier so you can do all that. Um, so those are just some simple tips to help people with balance. And I know not everybody, people don't believe in balance, but I do think there's a healthy balance and prioritizing to your day that helps you feel more settled and peaceful than stress all the time. Oh, oh yeah, I just heavily agree. I just lo- love the idea of like reverse engineering that, like putting yeah. yourself first and then your kids and then your husband and then your house and then like then your work, you know, because usually people put their work first. Yeah. So it's called the flip. Yeah. It's upside down. It really is reverse engineering your schedule. And it is um, eye opening to people, right? Because sometimes I'll, I'll have people do that, Becky, and they're like, well, I'm like, well, how much do you sleep now? And some people are like three or four hours, right? But yeah. it's, but when you look at like actual, you know, national statistics and what they recommend for adults, it's like eight hours, right? Seven or eight hours. So we start to look at, well, how are you feeling during the day? How's your energy? What do you love? Are you doing that? Um, and I know for myself, and I, I don't know if this has happened to you, Becky, or anyone in the audience, but I've had in the past, I used to work so much. And then what I would do is I'd be like, oh, you know what? Like that that little walk or, you know, that time I need for myself in the morning. I'm just going to skimp on that because I was so stressed to get so much done. And then what happened is I got more stressed. I didn't get less stressed. Mm-hmm. And so what I found was when I reverse engineered my schedule, you know, help people do that, they started to be like, oh, my God, like I'm actually prioritizing myself. And now I feel less stressed and I get more done. Like, I just just love that because I'm always telling my audience that you got to do self-care. Like I actually spend Friday afternoon 
for self-care. Like I need to get my hair cut again. My bangs are getting too long. I want to get bangs again to cover up my, my head wrinkles, my forehead wrinkles. Mm. You know, and, uh, and I got to, I got to get my pedicure done. So I always do self-care every Friday. And I really, I really uh, emphasize that, especially if you're a mom, like you really need to do self-care in yourself. You can't just put everybody first all the time. You know, you need to put yourself first sometimes. Actually, as you're saying, I put yourself first all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, exactly. You know, those self-care days and it, and I really feel like it's almost like, you know, caring for your soul, caring for your being, um, you know, head to toe. So what is it that will help you? So I love that you're getting, you know, your hair done, right? We do that, but it's like, but what really fills us up? You know, what really helps us get filled up so we can pour into others, right? We can pour into people. And it's like, you know, we say this all the time, but you know, if you don't have charge in your ba- in your battery, right, in your cell phone or anything else, or you don't have enough water, you're not, you're dehydrated, right? You're not feeling great. And so we want to keep our charge. And sometimes we're balancing just like a juggler so much. But really, if you just put down all the balls, you know, you stop and say, well, what really do I need to help myself throughout the day, even on the hardest of busiest days? Mm-hmm. What is it I need, need at the beginning of the day and the end of the day? Uh, that's important. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just uh, such an important thing. So let, let's let's hear more about you. Like, how did you get started doing this? Like, can we learn more about you? Yeah, absolutely. So my background, uh, you know, I started I really uh, years ago. Funny story is I always loved the business people when I was uh, in college. I went to school for education, but I didn't think I was a business person. And I always went to public communication classes, did well, but I didn't think I could speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I always wanted to teach, but I did teaching, special education, education, leadership, mental health, and trauma. I have a PhD in special education. And I have a master's in counseling that I recently uh, have. And so what happened was I was doing all this. And in 2020, you know, before that, I wrote a book, a children's book. And then I started to have a website. And when the pandemic hit, which was terrible, right, everything shut down. But I started to go into online uh, learning about business sales, my identity as, you know, my identity as a, you know, consultant. And I, I had done coaching, but I had no idea that I could actually do a coaching business. And so what happened was I was getting all these skills and started to work with women and they were getting a lot of breakthrough, uh, you know, just me asking the right questions. Um, the women wanted it. They were hungry. They knew they needed it. And so I started to do some group coaching and I realized uh, that I had something unique, you know, people kept coming to me, uh, that would help people shift their brain that would help them unlock things that they didn't, they didn't know they needed deeper things to help them move forward. And it was all the stuff, Becky, because of my life, I've had a lot of, of negative experiences, all the things that I was learning from 20 years of how do I help people do this quicker than 20 years. And so, um, I started cognitive release coaching, which is releasing your negative narrative, uh, rewiring your brain, there's ways to repattern your brain, and and uh, help you release those negative emotions from your body, um, and also replace them with the, the thoughts that will help you unlock your potential. And that's with your business, your voice. So um, over the past few years, I've been doing that I work with a lot of women and men, mm-hmm. uh, people that are high creatives who want to unleash their highest creativity who want to do their dreams and visions, and know that there's blockages. And so that's really how it unfolded. I went from education, leadership, mental health, trauma, 
uh, informed work. And I put that together with uh, all of the things I learned from business. And now I'm doing coaching and consulting. And my heart is to help many people um, be set free so that they can have the best life possible with peace, freedom, and moving forward in their businesses. Yeah, I just love that. You, you just help so many, so many people. Like I, I, I've been felt extremely helped when we had our call. Yeah, yeah, Amanda just bro- broke down everything I was going through, like all, all my trauma that I've experienced because I have experienced a lot of trauma as a child. Like I don't know if I ever brought this up in the show. Yeah, I think, think I brought up in the first episode that I was, I had experienced trauma. So, like we went through all my trauma, you know, to then help me, you know, have a better, neg- a better narrative about myself because I have been running a lot of negative thoughts through my head. Mm-hmm. And really broke those down. I've been feeling a lot better since. I probably need to do another call with you soon, you know, mm-hmm. to continue my progress. But I, I'm just, it just helps so much. So I definitely recommend Amanda's, I mean, Dr. Amanda's help to everybody out there. And I see that you have like a, a special price on your coaching sessions. Yeah, I do. So, you know, I want it, Becky, for anybody who's listening and you're, you know, wondering, I have just a, you know, a little gift. I usually I have uh, my coaching at a specific price. If it's just one, I usually do packages, but if it's one session, I have it at one price. So I have it um, probably like half off of what I normally do. Um, So I wanted to offer that to any of you who are like, yeah, I really want to get ahead. And it could be in, you know, emotional health, it could be financial health, physical health, like I really, it's really there's seven areas I work in. So if Mm -hmm. that's you where you need to get ahead, that's a session to to see what that looks like. Um, And the other thing I did, and we talked about this today, Becky, was I also have a resource for you. It's a healthy sleep care routine. So we talked about that reverse engineering. And one of the best simple Mm -hmm. ways to start is to look at, well, what am I doing, right? Like, what are some of the things that my, what's, how's my sleep? Because our sleep is so critical to our nourishment and our bodies and how we function. So I wanted to give you all something that might help you to work through. Oh, yes. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, it just looks amazing. So um, I'll put a link to the sleep resource and also Dr. Amanda's coaching offer in the show notes. So Amanda, do you, I mean, Dr. Ben, do you have anything else you'd like to add? Sure. Thanks. Well, I just want to add, you know, a lot of you, if you're feeling discouraged or if you're feeling like, oh man, uh, you know, this is speaking to you, certainly reach out. Um, You know, I also can give my email, uh, you know, that if you have any questions, but I think my biggest thing is just encouraging you that you're not alone. A lot of times we, we get stuck in these negative narratives and thinking and say, oh, this is just me. But most of the time, everybody else is thinking it. They don't always say it, right? We don't talk about those things. And I help you really feel safe enough to know that once you know it's there and you can identify it and release it, it's so much better. And also knowing you're not alone. So those of you who are struggling with that know that we're humans and we all have different thoughts and that you're not alone. Um, and hopefully this talk at least helped you, encouraged you to, to know that there's, mm-hmm. there's hope, there's help, um, and that you matter. Oh, I just love that. Yeah, yes, everybody listening definitely does matter and they deserve to better themselves and enrich their lives because you just can't go through life being miserable. Like I, I went through many years of my life just being miserable and feeling awful and about myself and it really carried over into everything I did. Mm-hmm. So it's just so important, you know, to get over those feelings and, and like reduce your negative narratives. So thanks so much for, for being here. Like you've just been amazing. Thank you. And I I appreciate all you do, Becky. And I know that you have an amazing audience and you just serve them so well. So I um, thank you again for having me. It's been an honor. And hopefully all of you listening in, um, hopefully you have a great day. 
And uh, hopefully this helped you think about your thinking a little bit differently um, and also help you think about what's possible. Oh, good. So is there like a website people can go to find more about you? Yeah. So I can put that. I'll put that. Um, I know you can put it in the show notes. So I'll put my website. It's it's mm-hmm. really easy, though. It's um, www.amandahelman.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's my, my website. And then I do have an email and it's info at amandahelman.com. So those are some ways to get in touch with me. Um, and I do have a, a, you know, so those are the two main ways, um, you can get in touch with me. Oh yes. Yeah. It's not spelled like Hellman's mayonnaise. It's like, it's like just H E L just one L. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like d- double L and two N's with the Hellman's. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know people always ask me and I'm like, Nope, it's just one L one N. Yes. Okay. So make, make sure you check her out. Well, thanks. It's been a pleasure having you. Like I learned so much myself. I'm definitely going to do the, the, uh, the flip. Yeah. Really focus on that because I have been overexerting myself and just like, just not like doing enough self care lately. Yeah. Well, you deserve it. And yeah. So it's, yeah, the flip thing is really fun and that's a good activity and it's very eye opening uh, to do. So I hope that helps you and even any of you in the audience if you're able to do the flip of your schedule and see what, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Well, everybody go to mombeach.com forward slash podcast to visit the show notes to get Amanda's freebie and also her coaching session special price. Well, thanks again, Amanda. Hope everyone has a great rest of your day. Yeah, bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Becky Beach Show. Please go to mombeach.com forward slash podcast to learn more about my podcast and for show notes. If you want a free printable Gold Planner, please go to mombeach.com forward slash subscribe. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Have a great day. Goodbye.